my use of the projector is not because I cannot preach. It's very calculated and it's very deliberate. Is that okay? And I'm hoping that you will write a few notes when we get to the place where note-taking is important. But it is also because as a shouting congregation, you know when you shout a lot, as we like shouting first up, or you don't shout here. Uh, as a shouting congregation, sometimes when something is coming, you can easily lose the thread of it. This one, if you lose the thread, you see, you will not be able to follow to the end. And that's part of the reason why I'm putting the projection there. So that after you have shouted and shouted, you sit down, your head comes back. You say, where were we? You just, <laughs> you catch up. Is it a good plan? Is it a good idea? Are you happy that it's there? Powerful. So, I hope you have something to write on. And as we go on, you will understand. Who we are. Our Father writes and we send. And I'll be talking more about this in the next few minutes. Who are the senders? I know that some introduction has been made, but I'm going to tell you again who they are. Because it's not, I mean, okay, I'll explain it. Elder Seth has been sending the books out for over five years. For five years, that is how he has lived. For five years, that's how he has married his wife. For five years, that's how he has purchased his property. For five years, that's how he's driven the car that he drives. But he is a sender of what has written. Are you okay? The other sender that I want to introduce to you is Reverend Eric. Reverend Eric is also a sender. He's also in full time. Sending it where it must go. He's actually trotting and jogging to be sent to send it into Asia. So even as here, maybe the next time we come, maybe he will not be with us. Hey, Reverend, to be very some Are you there? Because the sending it there, we send it. Are you okay? Then, there's somebody, who is Hannah? Francis, where are you? Francis joined us. He's the latest sender who has joined us. And he's been with us for almost, it's already almost six months. And then, there is Hannah somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes, you see, I'm sharing, I'm telling you all this because this is what we are coming to discuss. Yeah. Hannah is our uncle. What do I mean by our uncle? The senders, we are usually people who were a type of person. So when we get there, I'll tell you the type. But if you follow our type, and we don't have somebody to, we will cause financial loss. Are you there? Most of us are very sanguinic, very choleric. We don't like details. We don't like records. We don't like administration. But it's part of the sending. Otherwise, what did you send? Oh, you know, that's what I'm saying. If I call you, I say, I have sent you a parcel. Then you ask me, what address? I say, I don't know. Which town? Eh, I'm not sure. Which station? Eh, eh, they said something, something, something. So to where? Can you find your parcel? No. So we need an anchor. She also does our media for us and does quite a number of things. Amen. And then, my son Kofi is a final year social school student. He's also a 
center leader. He's also a center overseer. But he joins us as a volunteer. You will get into that one too to see what they do. Is that okay? So I've taken my time to say, so you see, everybody has their place. Amen. So this is who we are. Our Father writes and we send. It's not by mistake. It's very deliberate. Now, you can see also that we do different things. In the same meeting, there's a lot of preaching. There's worship there. But you can see that the books are what went. The bottom picture down, there was a meeting we went to. We went to have an all night somewhere with the books. When we were done, I had, the person had told me, bring me 50 Macarios. You see, as I'm here, if I ask you how many of you have the Macarios, you'll start to give me excuses and descriptions. But this was a church. The name was not First Love. But it was more First Love than us. The man is a follower of Bishop Dag like I've not seen some before. And his church looks just like ours. And when we, he told me to bring him 50 uh, Macarons. And when he said it, I told him, don't worry me. What 50? We are carrying half. So we carried half. Because they are also very heavy. Each one is 10 kilos. So I'm like, it's very painful to carry it and carry it back. So I carried only half. So when we finished, then they said, okay, so we have only half here. There was a stampede and they picked the half. And that's the picture at the bottom there. Amen. That when we send it, some people are in a hurry to receive it. May you be in a hurry to receive it. Amen. One of our, every, every mandate has something that keeps them going. One of our slogans is nowhere is too far. Nowhere is too far. Tell your neighbor, nowhere is too far. Some of you, that's why God brought you to school in Navrongo. By the time you have come from Ho to Navrongo for four years, you understand that nowhere is too far. Is it not true? Because some of you were shivering in your little town. You never knew that you could come out. So we say that nowhere is too far. This picture was taken. We had gone somewhere. And when it was time to go back, they said there's no road. And we asked, ah, what do you mean there's no road? They said, the road by which you came, you cannot return by that road. We said, ah, but you don't do that. We have to go home. Say, if you have to go home, then it's three hours down this road, across a certain river. When we got to them, they do well. No problem. But some of you, this kind, this one is for you. Are you getting it? Nobody writes our, does anybody write our itinerary for us? No. We sit down and look and say, eh, we have been sitting in one place for a long time. Look, it's time we start moving. As we are here, Reverend Eric has spent the whole of two days preparing another. We've been moving the whole month. He's preparing another. We'll come home, look at everybody. Everybody, you are okay, okay. Something, then we back away. Fire. Are you there? If you like that kind of thing, consider that maybe that's your calling. Because as we come around, the book comes. What we are saying is this. Some people, when you enter the church, then you become a shepherd, isn't it? From the shepherd, some become basenta leaders. Some eventually become pastors. Some eventually become bishops. Well, for those of us who do the books, you come in as a disciple. You become a volunteer. You become a Macarius minister. A Macarius fellow is similar to a bishop. Are you there? And if you like, you can combine the two. Nobody stops you. Some of the people who work with us, Apostle Dodu is one of our, we have two apostles as part of our number. 
Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. So, they are doing what they are doing, but Charlie, they are the books people. Yeah. Are you seeing it? And they are running it. Some preach in churches, some don't. Everybody. Where you are, what will work for you, you do it. I hope you get what I'm saying. So for some of you, I can see that some of you, you'll be doing your lay work, your normal work, but you're saying that beside it, that's what I'm known for. Just like how some people can be there, then they are selling Mary Kay makeup. Some come, yeah, they have their own job. Oh yeah, I had a sister-in-law like that. She was in the bank. I told her, I don't know how she does her work. Because that work, you have the things, and you must talk to people. Are you there? But you were in the bank the whole day. She was in the bank, working in the bank. She sold Mary Kay and they invited her for an award. Yeah. And I told her, I said, where are the things? She said, in my boots. Believe me. So, daytime, she's behind her something. Then, lunchtime. In the night, sort out her coffee. Refill her table. Back behind her table. It's a life. She has eventually left now and is doing her own something. But what I'm saying is that it is something that's already there. And you are saying that I am part of send it. If somebody does not send the book, somebody who needs to read it will not get it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You may say, oh, why don't you use a bookshop? For a number of reasons. One of the reasons is that this is a ministry. It is not book selling. Goodness gracious me, what bookseller is standing at 11 p.m., standing how many kilometers away from home on the eve of Good Friday to sell books? Please. Oh, you don't get it? It's because it's a ministry. It's a ministry. Ask for bookshop. Some books, when you put them there, they go. Some when you put them there, they don't go. It's there. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So that's one kind of person. Now, there's another kind of person. You are not that type who goes moving around all the time. But you are very meticulous. You can count. You can keep records. You can keep... You see, all these, my people, they are moving all the time. We are moving. All of us, if you ask us, we cannot count. We don't like records. We don't keep records. Do we like records? We don't like it. So we are very happy that we have somebody who we can just find. Look, this is the records. Pam. They know what to do with it. Are you getting it? Pam. Just drop the data. Data. Those are people who may not like moving around so much. But they are needed. Because if you are not needed, if you are not there, we will finish selling a whole container of books. And when it is time to reprint the books, eh, where is the money? Ah, this church said we should bring that 25 bubble. This church said, eh, That's it. Are you seeing that different types of people are needed? Yeah. Some of you too, you don't know. You don't know. Try it and see. Yeah. Try it and see. If you try and it works fine, you try it doesn't work, no problem. It is better to try it and fail than not to try it at all. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So, <clears throat> what do I really, really want to share with you? It is this point. It's this point. Because what we are doing is not just selling something. 
But it's a spiritual thing. You need to love the thing you are selling. Are you there? So I've put here that you need to love the brand. Forgive me for calling our bishop a brand, but it was to give your mind a picture. When we say um, Mercedes-Benz, you see that immediately a certain kind of car comes in your mind. Very good quality, quite expensive, but that's a brand. So if you meet uh, uh, give me an example of another kind of car. If you meet this, <laughs> if you meet one of these very light cars, and then they have written Mercedes on it, you are, you know, no, 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 no. Have you not gone to some things? You said this is fake. This is fake. Why are you saying it's fake? Because you know the real. You know the brand. Now, when you know a brand and you like the brand, it works for you. So, if I were to ask people here what kind of phone they like, they want to have, you see that some people will say that media. If I get Samsung, what? S what? They are where now? S9. But as they are saying it, the people who don't like Samsung, even if you. Some people to say they are what? They like what? They like what? Some people to say, Enwani, I. I. They, 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 that's I. Yeah. You come and give them lectures. Look, they do the same things. They, 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 no, no, no. One day, recently, my husband found a phone. Uh, please, the name of the phone was what? OnePlus. When he found it, I had never heard of it before. And he was very excited with his phone. And he said, all oh, you iPhone people, this phone is better than the iPhone. It's faster than the iPhone. The pictures are clearer than the iPhone. It's also cheaper than the iPhone. It's a good phone. And all of us who were the iPhone, we said, we don't mind. We don't, we don't want. I'm explaining a brand to you. Are you see? So even though somebody is saying a better... You know, when I was in UCC and I mentioned OnePlus, there was a young man in the congregation. Immediately he sat up straight. His eyes were... <laughs> and so I, I said, hey... You know the phone? He stood up. He said, yes, he knows the phone. I said, eh. I said, do you have one? He said, no, I don't have one. Then I said, so if somebody gives you one, look, he held this phone. I said, I'll throw this one away. <laughs> look, the guy, he has not got the one plus here too, but he has a plan. Not even that, oh, I'll give it to my friend though. So you will throw it away. It's like, Charlie, this one. You see, so to him, OnePlus is a mega brand. Are you seeing it? So the name of a brand, the way the brand is, the, it is something in your mind. So our bishop to us is a pastor. Our pastor, our father. As we stand in Ghana, he's a brand name. When you say Bishop Dakiwa knows, it's a household name. Some know him for healing Jesus' crusade. When they go and sit down to watch the crusade, they are not Expecting you and me, our type of crusade. They are expecting a certain type, a certain. Am I understanding the brand? Some know him for Lighthouse Chapel. So when they are passing through towns, they'll be looking for the, the um, churches with the steeples. Are you seeing it? Some know him for books. I remember one time I had just started to sell books. My, my modern marriage was finished, and a man came to me 
with some books which were obviously Nigeria print. But I said, I'm going to do a program. I cannot do this program without the model marriage. And there was none in the warehouse. So I bought it and I went to my program. I put them on my table and a certain man, tell anybody a certain man. The man came by and then he picked the book. It was the big one. So he came, he was looking at all the books on the table, looking, looking, and then he picked the modern marriage. Then he looked at it. Bishop Dagheon Mills never. And he put it down. He never bought even a single book from the table. From that day till today, when I don't have daddy's authentic print, I'll tell you I don't have it. What am I saying? He's a brand. He's known that this man, he prints books. The books are good books. Are you getting me? They are well printed. We don't expect to hold it and then it is falling apart. And after you have read it once, the picture, the, the, the leaves are coming out. We've had all kinds of experiences with it. But I think you understand what I'm saying. Why are people protesting? Because they don't expect that of you. Are you getting me? There have been a few times when we have been hot and then suddenly some other books have entered. And people have bought it in China and they've come to say, ah, it's falling apart. Oh, yeah, even though they didn't want to pay for it, you know. Now that they have got the one falling apart, they are making noise. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you a brand? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Hey, this is my tea. Okay, so, we are saying that for this thing to work, you need to love the brand. I want you to start reading the books, the ones you have. If you don't have any, make sure before we leave. We, but you see, even if it is one five city book, go and use it. Yeah. Some of you got free copies of what it means to be a strong Christian. You put it down. I used it as my quiet time for a full year. Mm. Proper scriptures in it. And, proper, and when you use it for a quiet time, you... you, you you, what should I say? Understanding comes because you check the words out and understand it. Hallelujah. However, the part that I want to share with you tonight that I need you to understand is that apart from um, loving the person, yes, you love him, but it's not just loving him. You need the person. And I'm coming to give you biblical reasons. I'm coming to show you something which you may have read, but you've not put it together. You may not have put it together in the same way. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Exodus. Hey, you people have talked down. Your people are still coming to sleep on me. When I have enough sleepers, I also go and sleep. Is who's my tea maker? Powerful. Of I am IT. I'll cut your eyes. Exodus chapter 3. <laughs> Exodus chapter 3. This is the story of Moses when he was passing by the burning bush. And the bush was burning, and the Bible says in verse 7, he heard God talking to him as he drew near. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry 
by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I have come down to deliver them. Can you see it? And I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Come now therefore and I will send you, verse 10, unto Pharaoh that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel. I want you to note something very carefully in this story. Jesus, um, <laughs> said Jesus, God the Father says that I have heard how my people are suffering and I have come to sort it out. I have come to deliver them. Are you there? So, Moses, please come. Moses was walking past Please, if you are in church, sit like you are in church. Sit up, sit up. Sit up, yeah, sit up. Thank you. Sit up, good. Already you are feeling sleepy. Don't call sleep. Don't call it. Uh So, just for the purposes of today, I am, because I'm holding a microphone, I'm going to impersonate God. I've decided that this is Moses. Moses was minding his own business. Looking after sheep. Then God came and said, I have heard that the people are suffering. So I have come. I have come to sort them out. Are we okay with God so far? God says he has come. Then verse 10. So you go to Pharaoh and release them. Come, come, come. You have not understood it. I thought God said he's going. Did God say, "Ah, you look at me as if you didn't understand the scripture. Did you read your Bible or not? Hey, is the scripture up on the screen somewhere? It's not there. Let me read it for you again. Mm. Look, oh, I have seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I have come down to deliver them. Who is talking? Thank you. Verse 10. Come now therefore. Come now therefore. What is the therefore? Because I have come. You come. And you go to Pharaoh. And release them. What am I saying? God decides to intervene in the lives of human beings. Using another human being. That's all. Using another human being. In this scripture in Exodus, I don't know why Moses has even entered the story. God himself is speaking. Are you here? Because some of you, you say that, oh, I know what, let, let God talk to me. I don't need a man. No problem. But then you also remain in Egypt. Because when God came, he said, I have come. Then he said, so, so because I have come, you go. Where does Moses come inside the matter? Are you understanding? I'm giving you another example. Hey. Example two. Example number two is even more bizarre. Genesis chapter 20. 
Abraham journeyed from death toward the south country and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur. Blah, blah, blah. Verse 2. Abraham said to his wife Sarah, She is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerah, sent and took Sarah. Verse 6. And God, if it's your own Bible, underline it. And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou did this in the integrity of your heart. That is why I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I didn't allow you to touch her. So now, restore to the man his wife. For he is a prophet. He will pray for you and you will live. And if you do not restore her, know that you will surely die. You and all that is yours. The story is even more bizarre. Praise, come. Good. I need a young lady. This is Abraham. Good. All right. That's a nice young lady. And that's Sarah. Abraham and Sarah, they were going on tour, walking around. Then they came somewhere to the land of a certain man called Abimelech. And when Abraham saw Abimelech, he said, this man, I know his type. In order to get my wife, he'll kill me. But one of the true things was that uh, Sarah was actually his sister in those days. He could do such things. Tell your neighbor, don't try it now. Later on, the Lord came with laws and said, you cannot marry your sister. Blah, blah. Huh. But at that time, they were married. So he told Charlie, the way you are fine, this man, I know him. He will want to come for you, so please, tell him that I'm your brother. Otherwise, he'll just kill me and take you. Truly, 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 truly. King Abimelech, remember he was a king. He just collected the name. But before anything could happen, God, please, that's why I told you to underline the God. God said, hey, what, what, what do you think you are doing? You, you have gone for, for who? Hey, it's not his sister, it's his wife. It's his wife. Hey. So Abimelech quickly said, please, I have not done anything. I have not done it. I didn't mean it. Because I know you didn't mean it. That's why I also came to stop you. Then, listen. Return the woman to her husband. Return her. Then he says something. And tell the man who is a prophet. Who is talking to the man? Who is talking to Abimelech? God. Tell him to pray to me about you. I, I tell your neighbor, I, 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 I don't understand. Can you not see the story? God and Abimelech Sarah written. Who was talking to Abimelech? Okay. Those of you who say that me is only God. I don't need a man. Nobody can tell me what to do. I don't have listen. I, I if it's God say me, me and God, no problem. But it's how you bring people in and all this, your honor, your people. I don't understand. I don't like it. I don't see what the point is. I'm answering your question for you today. Where does a man come in? The truth of the matter is that a man does not come in. 
God himself has put him in. Where does Abraham come into this story? God enters himself talking to Abimelech. And tells Abimelech, you are not give her back. Could Abimelech not have just told God, please I am sorry. Forgive me my thinking. Uh, God, please make sure you bring another one to me tomorrow. But I've, could he not have asked for forgiveness? So easy. But God said, go to the man. Tell him, he must talk to me about you. If you won't do, I'll finish you. Hey! Do you understand why there is a certain man in your life? Yeah. Some of us, we don't understand. You see, Ghanaians too, we are some way. The one that is alive, we don't like it, the dead one. We don't understand that when God is going to do something, he has chosen. I'm not God. I don't know why. A man makes a lot of difference. John Wesley was moving around, uh, what do you call it? Europe. UK. People were being saved. Holy Ghost baptism. That's how the Methodist Church was born. At the very same time, France did not have a John Wesley. And so the whole place erupted in the French Revolution that killed people. It was one man who made the difference. One man on the French side killing people. And one man on the English side saving people. One man. One man. Yeah. So, when you come and say, me, dear, it's just me and my Bible. Your Bible, and you, you read it, Ahimia. You are never, are not, you do not replace God with a man. Remember, God was in the picture throughout. God was in the picture. But he said, it is my choice that instead of us to be conversing how we are conversing, go to my servant who has been talking to me, who I talk to him all the time. Go and tell him to beg me for you. Then I will hear. If you like, don't do. If the children of Israel have said that, no, 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 no. If God says he has come, he should come himself. Until we see God himself physically. They would, till today, they would have been in Egypt. Thank you. Take your seat. Okay. I'm giving more examples because some of you are saying that, oh, my Old Testament. I'm going to the New Testament. Don't worry. You because I came. I'm still drinking my tea. Ah, it's better. Good. Aha. Uh-huh. Can't you see that the voice has become... Uh-huh. So, what I'm saying, is it only Old Testament or is it in the New Testament? Let's go and look at some New Testament examples. Acts chapter 10, I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 5. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. A centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, clearly, about the ninth hour of the day, that an angel of God came to him and said, Cornelius. When he looked on him, he was afraid. He said, what is it, Lord? And the angel said, your prayers and your arms have come up as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. I I, I don't understand. Please, you have become Cornelius this time, so come. Cornelius was there. 
Cornelius was talking to a he had been praying. He's known as somebody who, you know, he was trying to find his way to God. An angel has come. If the angel has come, should he not come and talk? Please, ask your neighbor, you and an angel, who has seen God recently? You and an angel. <laughs> recently, who has seen God? Yeah. So, so, Cornelius is there. Angel has come. To tell him that God has heard. Okay, so if God has heard, what is God saying? Is it not a fair question? Do you know what God was saying? Do you want to know what God was saying? God said through the angel, go and look for a man. The man, his name is Simon Peter. Tell him that he should come. And pray for you. So, are you trying to tell me the angel who was standing in front of God could not have just sorted the man out? Where does Peter even come in? At that time, Peter, he was lying somewhere waiting for lunch. We have to now, he even told him, send men to Joppa. We are now going to look for a truck or a bath or a boboya or a motor king or I don't know what to now take three men to go to a certain town or go to a certain hostel, roam around the whole of the place. I'm sure it is like our places that have no street, has no name, nothing. Go and look for room number 227. Knock on the door. Ask whether this is the room of Simon Peter. And tell Simon Peter, a certain man whose name is Cornelius, says that God says he should come and call you to come to him. Ask your neighbor, what is all this process about? The process is that God has decided in the affairs of men to work using another man. That's all. That's all. That's all. We don't know why. We don't know how. You may not even like it, but that's how it is. Hmm. I'm coming to give you a worse example. Mm, this one, tell your neighbor Cornelius. I'm coming to give you another example. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Hmm. Acts chapter 9 is the dramatic story of the dramatic conversion of a man by name Saul who became Paul. Read. Please, I'm going to read Bible because I want to answer all litigants. They won't say, I changed the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> John chapter 9 and Acts chapter 9 is talking about um, Saul. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly there shone round about him a light from heaven. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, who you are persecuting. There's six. He trembled, he trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? The Lord said, Arise and go into the city. It will be told to you what to do. Verse 9. He was there for three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Verse 10. And there was a certain disciple in Damascus called Ananias. The Lord appeared to him in a vision and said, Ananias. And he said, Here am I. And the Lord said, Arise and go to the street which is called Street. 
And ask for the house of Judas, for in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus, is there praying. He has seen a vision of a man named Ananias coming to him and putting his hand on him for him to receive his sight. I don't know if you can see what I'm seeing. Saul is on his way. The Bible said he met who? Who was talking to him? Who was talking to him? In the middle, who was talking to him? At the back, who was talking to him? I don't know what they are saying there. God. In fact, it doesn't even say God. It says Jesus. Actually, he, you see, because it says, I am Jesus. So Jesus answered him. Are you here? So they had a conversation. And then Paul says, please, what should I do? As far as I'm concerned, Jesus should have just told him. Do one, two, three, four. Jesus said, go and wait. And while he was waiting, Jesus came to look for somebody called Ananias. And came and told Ananias, listen, there is a certain man called Paul. I've closed his eyes. So, I've shown him a vision that his eyes that are closed now. You, you are coming. He has seen your face in the vision already. Go and lay your hands on him for him to receive his sight. Lay your hands on him. Lay it flat. Hey, the man's eyes are open. Lay your hands on him. Hey, and the eyes are open. I thought you'd be clapping by this time. I have a question for you. Are you trying to tell me that? When Paul's eyes got blind, are you trying to tell me that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, who has now ascended into heaven, are you trying to tell me he could not open the eyes of Saul himself? I mean, how? Ask your neighbor how. But it is his choice that in the affairs of man, he will use another man. It is his choice. So he went all the way to another man called Ananias who didn't like Paul, who had his own mind about him and told that brother, when you go and lay your hands, the man's eyes will open. If when he got there, Paul had said what some of you are saying. Ah, but who is Ananias? Are we supposed to Ananias? Listen, I've heard the voice of Jesus before. I don't need Ananias. What is the use of Ananias in my life? What do I need him to come and say? Listen, I already have enough problems. Don't disturb me. The God who appeared to me on the road to Damascus is the same God who will return to open my eyes and call me who you would die a blind man. And some of you, you are dying blind. You better wise up. You better wise up. Hey! Is understanding coming? You might be saying, why is she talking so much? Because this point, I need to drum it into our heads. Thank you very much, Ananias. <laughs> I must drum it into our head because we have very funny ways of thinking. All the examples I'm giving you, did you see them praying to any of the people? No. 
But the people were just a crucial root of blessing, a crucial root by which God had decided to meet the people. It was God's choice. That is why Jesus Christ of Nazareth, when he took on the form of man and came down to earth, before he came, John the Baptist had already told us that, listen, somebody is coming, he is not my size, he's not my type, I can't even tie his shoelaces. That was John the Baptist's opinion. But when Jesus Christ came and it was time for him to enter into his ministry, he took his feet and he walked all the way to John the Baptist. And when he came there, John the Baptist said to him that, Hey, no, I cannot. He said, listen, suffer it to be so for now. Why? Because Jesus knew something. That when God is going to interfere in the affairs of man, he often uses another man. That's all. That's all. That's all. And as if to prove that this is it, as soon as John the Baptist baptized him, God spoke. Holy Ghost came. Ministry started. Some of you, until you accept the set man of God that God has placed over your life, till you accept it, you'll be there. Some of us make a mistake. We feel that, oh, as I'm here, I have my chief elder. I have my pastor. I have my lady reverend. So, I don't need the set man of God. Don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. When Moses was called, Moses told God, I cannot talk. I cannot talk. I'm a stammer. I cannot talk. God said, it's not a problem. So God found a spokesman called Aaron. And he brought Aaron. Have you ever wondered why, no matter what Aaron did, God never punished him? Why? Because he was just a spokesman. When he came to stand there, Moses was talking to Pharaoh. Let me tell you something. The person who was speaking was Aaron. Not Moses. Moses couldn't talk. Uh, you, are, you are looking at me as if I'm saying something. Open your Bible and read it. And it was God who told Moses, he will be to you for a mouth and you will be like to him like God. Throughout the Bible, when Pharaoh was dealing with the issue, they said Pharaoh and Moses, Pharaoh and Moses, Pharaoh and Moses, Pharaoh and Moses. It was not about Aaron. It was about Moses. But Aaron's existence was necessary for Moses' ministry. That's why we are here. They call one rest. They call the other chief elder. They call the other death. They call the other center leader. We are just mouth uh, spokesmen. Thank you. So understand it. Understand it. Understand it. The men who are called as the person brought in for a person, they have different dramatic features. It's not the common pastor. entered the house. Are you in the house or you have traveled? I'm taking my time and I'm explaining this to you because when you understand it, suddenly the connections are clear. Suddenly you understand what you are doing. Suddenly you understand why though you are here in Navrongo, you must connect to the center family. Mm. 
Yeah. that I don't know how many of you are well connected. I don't know how many of you are well connected. Hey. The room has become quiet again on me. Yeah. Yeah. The rough road, I shouldn't go there. When they call you, you say, I cannot come. It doesn't matter whether you are on holiday or you are in school. They say, oh, you see, from Navrongo to Aikrai, the price is very, very high, so we cannot come. Unless somebody pays for us. Somebody should pay for you. You have not understood the connection to your set man. That's all. The day you understand the day, whether you have to walk, you walk. Hey, the church is quiet. Ooh, Thomas, the place, the place is very somewhere, I tell you. I'm just sh- trying to share something with you. Are you here or you have traveled? Yeah. I am sharing with you who your set man for this time is. It's very clear. You go through your Bible, you will find out that the set men were never ordinary people. What was ordinary about Abraham? What was ordinary about Moses? What was ordinary about Paul? What was ordinary about, about, about who again? Ananias. All of these people, they had particular features in their lives. And that's how come we know that it's not everybody. But when that set person comes, it behooves you. You must now look for the connection. You must now find out, okay, I'm here. I can't be close physically. How can I be close spiritually? What's the person saying at this time? What's the person's word to me at this time? Or oh, it's not making sense to you. And some do and some don't. How do we know? It's a feel. It's just a feel. It's just a feel. Amen. Some of you, Bishop Doug, is a stranger to you. He's a stranger. He cannot call you. You have to rectify it quickly because he has something you need. Not that you have something he needs. He has something you... Or you cannot see the connection. In all these people, God will say something. Hey. Yeah. Allow me to say it. Allow me to say it. Me, when he talks in my life, I do. That's why I'm here talking about books. I don't sell things. It's not my way of doing things. I'm a total academic. Complete. I like this. I like doing other things. That's why drawing some lines and analyzing things is easy. But I don't, selling things is not my life. But he said, take the books and sell them. I've been doing it. I've been so blessed. On the backs of these books, I've traveled. I think I've at least covered some ten countries. At least. On the backs of the books. Yeah. On the back of the books. Are you understanding me? Yeah. By the grace of God, my first love church is very large. Not because one is anything. But one day, I went to visit my set man of God, who you are too busy to visit. And I told him that, there are students in my church. I want to become first love. He said, okay. Then he put his hand like this. I don't know why it's always my left shoulder. Then he'll put it like that. Then he lifted his hand in the air. Then he said, go and build us a mega first love. That's all. Yeah. When I came back, at that time my church was just about 120, 150 people. I summoned the leaders and I asked them, I said, if we were 500, how would your ministry work? How? When I said it, they looked as if I was out of my mind. Just two weeks ago, one of them who has finished school sent me a text. They said, do you remember that day? 
We never knew we would live to see ourselves past that number. Because we are past that square. Are you in the house? It's not according to what strategies and skills and what no 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 is my man of God's hand. Go and build you see, then one hand will be here. Go and build a mega first lab. Immediately I came back, I said, It will be a mega first lab. There was nothing mega about it at that time. What is here was bigger than what was there at that time. You're not understanding me. Yeah. But my set man of God had spoken. The man who had been given who has been given to you? Hey, I said, who has been what? Yeah. Yeah. As, I, as we have followed that voice, we have seen things. And we are older than you and have achieved much more. And yet that voice can speak to us, but it can't speak to you. You have just come. Who be you? What have you achieved? Hey. 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 Allow me to say it. Why? Hey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he called, he said, come, 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 come. I want you to do this for your life. For living. Okay. I didn't feel like it. I didn't look like it. I didn't think I had the skills for it. I didn't even know what I was doing there. I'm here. This is my fifth or sixth day. I've forgotten. I don't even know how many kilometers we have traveled. What am I saying? You two, there is a word. When you even listen to the podcast, your word is there. But some of you, unless they beg you. But centrally, this is not true. Some of you listen, some don't. The difference will be shown in your church. It will just, just a matter of time. It will show. It will show in the spirit of your church. It will show in the size of your church. It will show in the amount of sweat together. Yeah. Two churches can be 26, 26, two percenters. One of them, cool chop. The other one, sweat and grinding. Yeah. The difference is the link. What is the link? What is, what is he saying to you? Yeah. And it's not just for first lovers. Anywhere, any of us under the UD umbrella. What is he saying to you? What's the word that he has said to you? That's your word. Or you didn't see it. Ananias, please return. Thank you. Saul, return. Saul's eyes were closed. Saul was having discussion with Jesus Christ. What should I do now? Why did Jesus not say, open thine eyes, it is over for me? No, no, no. He said, go and sit down and wait three days. Why? Because he was now going to look for where Ananias was roaming around doing what work. He said, come, come, come. Listen, listen. I have some work for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to let you understand what I'm saying. Where does Ananias enter the story? But God has determined that in the life and ministry of another person, another man will come in. So don't start. Are we pray? Did Saul pray to the man? Because it lose your mind. Did God pray to Ananias? Uh, uh, sorry, Saul. Did he pray to Ananias? Did he worship him? So why are you telling us that? Why are you worshipping your father, Bishop Why are you worshipping him? Are you the only Christian who is there? Why is it? Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. I can show you a church. I don't want to mention the name in the microphone. I can show you a church more charismatic in its day 
than us. Far more charismatic. They too, they said, what do we need this name for? What do we need this man for? When the man died, they deleted everything concerning him. The average member of their church does not know the name or the origins or the anointing of the founder. And the church does not resemble the original in any way. In any way. If you push me, I'll tell you the name. But there's another church called the Church of Pentecost. You don't need to be a Church of Pentecost member to know who McKeown is to them. James McKeown was the founder of their church. They kept him in his place. They referred to the, the, the constitution that he gave them. When there's an issue of discussion, they go back there. Exactly what he asked them to do from that time to now. They are practicing it. No wonder it is the church with the most churches in the entire Ghana. Oh yeah. They have more churches over Ghana than the Catholic church, than the Methodist church, than the Presbyterian church all combined. Don't even start. Yes. But I can show you another church. That's why if you push me, I'll give you the name. They have deleted, deleted the name of it. They deleted their founder. They are but a shell of who they were. I'm talking about the Methodist church. Far more charismatic. You don't read church history, that's why. I said far more. You think we have seen signs and wonders? Oh. When John Wesley was operating, when the people fall under the power, they don't get up today. They get up tomorrow. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, we, when we fall down, it's not even one hour. Some of the writings he will say, he was still preaching when the person began to shake and they got <laughs> till tomorrow. Hey. Hey. I'm asking you a question. They were the ones. He was the first person. This picture you saw of people biking on bicycles taking books. That's John Wesley's um, principle. He put them on horseback, gave them books, and said, Go preaching. They were starting churches like that. Like that. That's how they got the name Methodist. Because it was a method they were doing. Go and start like this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Yeah. Yeah. They were the ones. Today. 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 God, you see, I'm not saying it for us to make our place. I beg you, the Methodists, they are far older than us. We don't know what we will be when we are their age. And if I'm looking at what we are now... If we continue this way, we may not even have what they have. Yeah. Our founder is still alive. He's not even an old man yet. And look at us. I'm happy to preach to you about who your father is. Mm. Are you in the house? So I'm saying not for his sake. For your sake. For your sake. You, the, the children of Israel, they needed Moses. Abimelech, he needed Abraham. Another example was Lot. Lot was walking around with Abraham, doing well until he separated himself. Like some of you have done. When the, you see, when I talk about separating, I'm not saying that every Sunday you're in a Christ. It's impossible. Even for us in Kumasi, it's impossible. What I'm saying is that the attachment is up to you. Where is he now? What did he preach the last day? If I ask you now, some of you, the last time you listened to a podcast, it was 31st night. 
and you are waiting for Good Friday, then you take that prayer, you listen one or two, then that's it. No wonder every day, nightmares. Sit down. No, yeah, let me talk to you well. Troubles. Are you in the house or you have traveled? <sighs> Your father is speaking to you, but Charlie, you have too many things going on in your head. Yeah. You need to correct it. If you are going to be one of those who is going to work with his books and send it, you must love him. You must believe what we are, what we are saying. Are you there? You must know what he's saying. You must know his words. As many times as you can make it, you must arrive. These people, they are always there. Yeah, they are always there. Any half chance you get, you are there. Are you getting Because some of you, you live in Accra. But when you get there, your back leg, not even the front, your back leg, doesn't pass. What I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? When we ask you, there is, oh, my mother say, my father say, when you used to be jumping gates, you didn't say, my mother say, but... Are you here? Yeah. And when you go, is it not a blessing you'll get? Is it not a word that will be spoken? Yeah. I'm giving you last. We're closing. Soon. Yeah. I had to go and have some surgery somewhere. It was supposed to be uncomplicated. It finished, but the thing would not die. And for the next eight months, every antibiotic that we have in Ghana, I was given some. This one, I'll take it as if it has gone. It is working. It's healing. No, it's working back another one. They redid the operation twice. They did this, 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 that, that. I, on and on and on. Then, by the grace of God, something took me to where my father was. Then he said, what was it you were saying about something, 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 something? I said, yes, so. Because he knew when I was going to do the surgery. So, I said, it's almost eight months. I told you, the shoulder, side. The hand here. This one. Prayer. That's it. That's it. That's it. I never drank another antibiotic for that issue again. That's why I'm saying it's for your benefit. Are you there? I took my elders there. They went to have this meeting. Three minutes. Remember, I was shocked. I know that our father is prophetic, but I was very shocked. I was sitting there as each person came. So come. You just have three minutes with him. When they come, the person will introduce themselves. Then he will ask a question. Do you know, at that time, there were about 16 of them. For every single one of them, he asked a question that was their pinching issue. Yes. For the one who, going back to school, was a pinching issue, the question that came was about school. There was one, she, as we were going, she was crying in the car. She just got some broken heart issue. When she got there, she was the only person who was asked beloved issue. The, I'm telling you, there was another one, some illness, something, something that had come up. She was the only one who was asked about her health in three minutes. He had never seen them before. This was about three years ago. Never said, what a prophet. I said, what a prophet. I said, what a prophet. What a prophet. I am very happy to announce to you that three years has The one with the school issue is back in school, second year. The one with the beloved issue is married and on the mission field. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm telling you. Each of them, one by one by one, just at least if even they had been talking for 30 minutes, you say, as we are chatting, chatting, then some. I said three minutes, as you introduce yourself, you say, I'm this, 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 this. The next question, so? No, no, then they ask, what's your problem? No, 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 no. It will be like, oh, so how is your schooling? Because for you, that's the issue. Look, at the point, I was just looking at him. So when I came out, they asked me that, ah, so when did I have time to brief him? I said, me. I said, as you came, that's how I also came. I said, nothing. Yeah. Each one. Each one. <sighs> what a gift, what a gift. What a gift. Then you say that you will not go. And you are giving yourself high value reasons. Please tell your neighbor, come down to earth. Come down. Come down. That's why when I'm sending the books, I have strength. I send it with strength. I send it with strength. Because I know that, you see, some people will never get the chance to go and stand there for the three minutes. But it will be a book. When the book comes, have you not read the book before? You are reading, reading, then something in the book yeah, is like it has jumped at you. Yeah. Some people, that's how they will meet their yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. That was the word. The last, hallelujah, um, Daddy's message or um, Sunday service, last week Sunday at First Love Center, um, one of the Bible school students shared a testimony that um, he was never born again. He didn't know anything about God. He had family. Um, they worship idols. And i forgotten the name of the village. I mean, some huge name. So, he said one, uh, he just came to the room and found a book lying there. And then that was how to be born again and avoid hell. He read it and all of a sudden it's like, this thing is real. Um, the story about the rich man and um, Lazarus, all those things. So he was very amazed. He was very shocked about what um, he read. And all of a sudden he became convicted. He was looking for that church and he joined the church and became born again. And by the grace of God, the whole household is born again. Through a book, How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. Just last Sunday. Just last This I didn't... Please, as I was, have I seen you to tell you, come and share with us? <laughs> Are you understanding something? Yeah. So I'm saying to you that for some people, it's going to come in the message. For some, it's going to come back. For others, it's a contact with the book. And as they take the book, wisdom will come. And I'm looking for people who will send it. That's all. That's why I came. You send it. That's all. Everybody according to their ability. Are you with me? There is so much more I could have shared with you that I do not have much more time for. However, no problem. Oh, it's not a problem at all. It's not a problem at all. But what I want us to do right now is that I need us to pray a little and I need those who feel that they want to be part of Send It. I need them to step out. I need to pray for them. They are the ones that will continue with. Are you seeing it? There's much more. I can always let the messages reach your chief. You can listen to them and so forth. But at least we need to leave here knowing that in Navrongo, send it is working.
Are you seeing it? That some people are saying that, me too, I want to try. And we train you. It's not as if we are saying you know everything. No, 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 no. We train you. Are you seeing it? So we have people from, oh, every week they get a lesson, they get a video, they get a teaching. Are you there? Then after a while they get some books, go and try. Just like how these young people went to try yesterday. Are you there? They go and try. They come back with their stories. Okay, it works. It didn't work. It works, works, this and that. And then we continue. Amen. Only that you must be an honorable and reasonable person. Uh-huh. There are some people, when they get the book, not only will they not sell the book, but they will sit on it. I will pray a prayer against you. That book, for as long as it's with you, things will not go well. Yeah. It's better you bring it back, isn't it? Than, uh-huh. Others too will sell it and chop the money. That one I pray. But we put things, <laughs> tell your neighbor, we put things in place. <coughs> so that you don't chop the Lord's money. Because if you do, it will just stop. We will not be able to continue printing. But more people, more people need to have the books. How many of you agree with me that more people, more people, more people. And so I just want us to pray for some time. Stand to your feet wherever you are. And just talk to the Lord and ask him that, am I, am I part of those who use the place? There was a huge crowd. So we, it's all part. We are sending it. Amen. I'm let understand. I told you, I'm telling you who we are. So we are the people who go wherever we've got to go, however we have to get there. Are you there? Are you with me or you have traveled? My friend Asha, please sit down there. Just sit. Yeah, just sit down. Yeah. Just sit down. It's very, very important. I told you already, I've described who should be here. If you didn't see yourself in the description, you. Uh. <laughs> Amen. So that's who we are. So what do we do? You see, for many years, we have not just now come, but for many years, what we did was not spoken about. We just worked. We never talked about it. But our Father has mandated us to say, go and talk about it and increase the numbers. Because the more numbers we have, the faster we will get where we are going. And that is why, for the first time, we are beginning to move around places describing what we do. Are you here? As that now, there are 15 of us. Um, let me... <laughs> We are called Macarius ministers. Sometimes we are called itinerant ministers. Depending on who you are talking to, our name changes over time. Are you in the house or you have traveled? What do we do? Let's go into scripture because scripture is always the nicest place to start something. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2. Some of you don't even know that Habakkuk is in the Bible, but it's there. That's why I said write the notes so that you can... You can go in there. Rev, you should have changed your slide, please. Who is handling? You should have changed your slide. Ah, okay, you can see it from that distance. Okay. The Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Write the vision. Make it plain upon tables. When you say tables, they're like tablets, what they used to write on at that time. That he may run who readeth it. Write the vision. Listen, the truth of the matter is that very few of us 
will ever have a vision. Because when I say vision, I'm not talking about your vision of a, a mosquito chasing you through the forest in the night. Uh-huh. Or you dream, you sleep and you dream that the paga crocodiles have come out and then they have just come loose and they are chasing people. No, 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 no. That's not the vision that I'm talking about. No. I'm talking about the kind of vision that makes you get up from somewhere and go somewhere else. Are you with me? It makes you go somewhere. You have a purpose. Suddenly, you are seeing something and you go. That's the vision. That's the vision. And so, after God has spoken to somebody, he tells the person to write the vision. Why? Because most of us do not have it. What does that mean? For example, we win souls because they say, he who wins souls is wise, isn't it? We are Christians, you must win a few souls. But the person who has a vision for a hundred million souls is one. So in that vision, the rest of us find our vision. Are you understanding it? So write the vision. After writing the vision, make it plain. The people who make it plain are quite a number. That's why you should, you should grow up to be somebody who can really divide the words in the books well. The vision is in the books. It's all over the place. Are you in the house? Some of you are like, oh, media, I don't like reading. And these books, they are just ministry related books. It's not true. Mm. It's because you don't know the books. They are for life and for ministry. Anything that is true of ministry is also true of life. Are you seeing it? So you are here, you cannot pay your fees. How you pay your fees is in a book. It's in a book. But you are busy writing letters to your uncle. And calling him, calling him. And saying that, hey, this is my uncle, he doesn't like me. Meanwhile, it has been made plain for you. Are you there? But... There is somebody, when it gets hold of the vision, the person will run. May you catch hold of a vision tonight that will make you run. When they say it makes you run, it makes you active. It makes you do things quickly. Are you with me? It makes you do things with a passion. That's what it means that he may run who readeth it. When you read the thing, you take off. I don't know whether you have ever watched some of these... um, what do you call them? There are these athletic programs where you, you stop at one place, then you read. It gives you a direction. Based on the direction that you have read, you continue to the next one. Are you seeing it? You read quickly, then you continue. And that is how our lives with God are. Very few of us, we wake up and then from the word go. You know that as for you, dear, this is your life story. Or you know it already. This if you know it already, tell us so that you pray for all of us that will also see. But most of us, it's not like that. As we are moving, our, our life is unfolding for us. It's almost like we stand at a certain point. We read something. Something is made plain to us somewhere. Then we run with it for a while. You read, get to another place. However, between the person who writes and the one who runs, there must be a sender. Otherwise, how will it reach there? How will it reach there? Hey. Are you in the house? 
Uh, because I'm not saying I see you receive it, so you want to visit me with quietness. I will not mind you cry. Yeah, I wonder. Don't worry, I didn't come here to make you happy. No, I came to make you happy, but not to make you jumping happy. Uh-huh. So you'll be happy by the end. Don't worry. Don't worry at all. Hallelujah. Is this thing, can we find it anywhere else in the scripture? Let's go to Revelation chapter 1 and verse 11. I am the Alpha and the Omega. When God starts to give you his credentials, he's saying you better understand that I'm the one qualified to tell you what I'm telling you. So he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. What thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches. And it goes on. What you have seen, write it in a book and send it. So, uh, gentlemen, I will throw something at you. I'm watching. Shall I keep walking? My things are coming. That's why. Invent my force. Ah, you are about to see something. Your eye is not yet red. <laughs> Your eye is not yet red. Hey, are you here? Says read. Many of you don't read. Yeah, when they say read, you say, oh, me and men pack in kind. When you say men pack in kind, let me tell you what you are saying. You see, when somebody says, I don't like medicine, what they are saying is, I like sickness. Who drinks medicine for fun? Who is walking around saying, I like medicine, medicine, come be, come, come be. I like injections. Let me bring my... Who, who? Who? It's not a liking. It's a situation that has come upon you. And when you look at it, if I don't take this medicine, the thing will not go now. But those of you who don't like taking medicine, you walk around it. Around, 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 around. Then we'll be here. Then your chief will get a, a, a message. So, so and so has come to collapse in the class. Next time, tell them to be there. It's because you get somebody to run. That's why when you should have taken the medicine, you are sitting there saying, I, I don't like medicine. No, we don't drink medicine because we like medicine. We drink it because we need it. That's all. So there are many things in life we do because we have to do them. Who, who brushes their teeth because they like it? Stand up and let me see. We brush our teeth because teeth are to be brushed. Simple. Or woke up this morning and say, I, I, I like brushing my teeth. I, I like it. I like brushing my teeth. So, uh, give me one, let's see, one strip of Colgate, one of Pepsodent, and one of, what again? What? Okay, they should ask Sensodyne one strip, because I like brushing my teeth. Brushing, brushing, brushing. Who does that? Ask your neighbor, who does that? Don't you just wake up in the morning and whatever it is that you use to brush your teeth, you brush your teeth. That's all. That's exactly how reading is. It's not a matter of liking. We read because we must read. Some of you, your lives are some way because you don't read. Uh, your school, what, do you, what grade do you have? Is it GPA or CW? What, GPA. Many of you, that low GPA is reading you don't like to read. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Many of you are like me. You see, I don't like reading subjects. I like math. I like 
when you are about to work math, if you like, don't read the question. If you like. And let's see what you'll be working. Am I talking to some people in the house? So when you say, I don't like reading, what you are saying is, I like failing. That's what you are saying. Yeah. I am also happy to tell you that the part of the world where people read, it they rule over those who don't read. Yeah. Any nation that you go, that you see that the people read, they are, not of, they are a wealthier nation. We, we don't read. It's true. Even the phone in your pocket, you didn't read the manual. This TV screen you have come to hang behind me, you put it there by... You didn't look for any manual to open it and see what to do. Yeah. We didn't do. We didn't do. We didn't do. Hey. Is it true or is it not true? Those who read, they will always be above those who don't read. In, whether in the classroom, whether in the house, wherever you are. Yeah. There are some jobs, if you don't read, you cannot have that job. The jobs that we respect, you see that this is a major job. They have to read. You are sitting in a bank, then they brought you a check. You didn't read the check and you cashed it. Oh, please. Your, your exit is coming fast. You go to jail because you didn't read the thing well. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. A certain man I knew, when he goes to sign the check, he'll sign it, then if the thing is, if, if it is um, I-R-S, that's the, he's supposed to pay the check, I-R-S, he would have opened an account which will say J-I-R-S-T. So after he sends the check and the boss has signed it, then he'll bring it back, R-J and R-T, and go to the bank with it and pay it into his account. Because he knew that the person who is sitting in the box, because they know him, they will not read. All the checks, when you take it, you can see that somebody else wrote the I, R, S, and somebody else wrote the J and the T. When they found it, do you think the person kept their job? Can you say, oh, I didn't know? What do I mean? Some of you, you are failing because you don't read. Yeah. That's why I'm not even talking about church. I'm just talking about general life. General life. You have things that could have done far better than they are doing. But you didn't read. For example, when you got your phone, they told you that charge it for 24 hours. How many hours? 24. 24 hours. Where did you see the 24 hours? Where did you see it? Did you open the manual and it told you 24 hours? Or it told you 12 hours. They say, now we cannot get you online because my, my phone, it is for the battery is for, it's not working. My phone, this and this and this, because you did not read. You killed the battery from day one. And that's why some of you, the problem of the phone, it is chronic every day because when you get a new one, you go and charge it again. Another because you didn't remove them. The, if you open the manual, the manual says charge battery till 4. 
That's what he says. Still full. But you, you are still walking 19 kilometers. When the first batteries came out, and then they'll say, put it on charge and leave it, you know. We left that place long ago, but you don't know. Because you didn't read. Some of you, your Christianity is like that. Hey, there's a story our father tells, if you remember it. Uh, these people at the back, they are who? Are they media people or they are Ashton people? They are media people. Uh, don't know and become unspiritual like many media, technical, Ashton people. Busy about nothing. Hey! The story is told of a man who was traveling from one place to the other by boat. The boat was going to take three weeks to cross the water. After buying his ticket, he had no more money. And so he decided that it means he can't buy food on the boat. So he took some, I used to tell the story, you see the actual story, the man took cabin biscuits. But most of you under the age of 30, you have never seen a cabin biscuit. So let us say he took Gary, because Gary you know. Cabin biscuit is a type of biscuit. Are you with me? A type one, a type. Very hard, very dry, very, in fact, tasteless. Yeah. <coughs> no sugar, almost no salt, no nothing. I don't know what they made it for. When we were children, they used to torment our lives with carbon biscuits. Ah. In fact, anyway, so the man said he's taking this carbon biscuit for the three weeks. He'll be eating small, small when he's hungry. Eat small, drink water. Eat small, drink water. Eat small, drink water. Like that. At least you'll survive. Time was going. He was eating a small, small. Losing weight because usually there's nothing you can eat for three weeks like that. You just eat. You can't. Losing weight. Finally, the last day of the whole uh, journey had arrived. He went to the top of the ship, the top floor like that. And standing there admiring the, um, the shore coming. And while he was standing there, he was joined by a man who was a waiter in one of the restaurants in the shop. In the ship. And so as the man said, Oh, sir, I, I've never seen you on this ship. I've never seen you in our restaurant. Why? You don't like our food. You don't eat our food. The man said, Oh, no. It's not that. Hmm. But when I came on board, actually, I used all my money to buy my ticket. So I couldn't buy any food. The waiter said, Um. Uh, you, you, you said what? Ah! You said what? The waiter said, Did you read your ticket? He said, At the bottom of the ticket, it says, All expenses inclusive. Your ticket contains your, trans- your transportation, breakfast, lunch, and supper. The man had not read. Some of us, our breakfast is in a book Bishop Dark has written. You say you won't read. Your lunch is in another one. Your supper is in a third. Your future business is in a fourth. But you didn't read. Wow. Are you there? Are you understanding why we become passionate about what we do? Revelations 1 verse 11 says that 
what you see. Write it in a book. Are you there? Write it in a book. It has been written, no. It's left who will send it. It's left who will send it. That's why I'm taking my time and going through the scriptures. Are you tired already? I've told you what to do when you are tired. Just stand. A camp is training ground. Some of you, if you had known it was camp, you wouldn't come. But a camp trains you. It gives you some capacity. Some of you who are reading only two hours, it's capacity you don't have. So when you go to the lectures and the sun beats you small, beats you, beats you small, then Charlie, I am mad. You come and sit down, you read small, and then that's it. But when you come to a camp, some kappa, yeah, it's developed. Jeremiah chapter 36. Are you understanding the word of God so far? In the book of Jeremiah chapter 36, you see the same thing. I'm just showing it to you because I need you to understand that it's in the Bible. Verse 2. The Lord was talking to Jeremiah. Take the book and write all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and against Judah and against the nations. Are you seeing it? Because why? It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I purpose to do unto them, that they may return every man from his evil way. Verse 4. Then Jeremiah called Baruch the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord that he had spoken unto him upon a book. Verse 5. And Jeremiah commanded Baruch, saying, I am constrained, I cannot go into the house of the Lord. Therefore you go and read the book which you have written from my mouth, the words of the Lord in the ears of the people of the Lord's house on the day of fasting. Verse 7. It may be they will present their supplication before the Lord and will return everyone from his evil way. Amen. What is this scripture saying? Jeremiah, I've said something to you. What I have said to you, write it. Write it. So Jeremiah realized that even the writing, he got somebody to help him to put it together. Any book that you see, many people have come to help to put it together. Are you there? Then he was told to take it to the church and read it. And Jeremiah realized that he couldn't go. He said, I'm constrained. Something has held me up. That's why Bishop couldn't be here today. If he's here today, he can't be on Good Friday tomorrow. So he's here. Take it and read it. Go and read it to the people. That's why I'm saying that senders are needed. Tonight I came looking for senders. I said, I came looking for who? People who would take the message, believe it, and send it. Amen. Because remember, somebody's future is in it. Yeah. But he may run that readeth it. Amen. So he went to read it. And again, it was so that just hoping that somebody would take the thing, read it, and there will be a change. And you know, <laughs> let me be very honest with you. We have been in this work for some time. As a rule, we don't like to go to UD churches. When we say UD churches, who is a UD church? First Love, Blind House, Mega Church, Nakazu. We don't like going to you. <clears throat> Why don't we like coming to you? Why do you think? As for convention, we like coming, but our books, we don't like coming to you. Why don't we like coming to you? Oh, you are very quiet, oh. 
Now, wrong. I don't know you as quiet people. Why do you think we don't like coming? Eh? Why do you think we don't like coming? Because the children of Bishop Dag are always complaining. The book, it is expensive. The book, you are always waiting to be given a free book which you never read. Yeah. So those of us who work with the book and we can see the life in it, we don't like coming to you. We prefer to go to other non-lighthouse churches who don't have, but who suddenly value it. I told you, I showed you the picture. We should have taken a video of the stampede when I put 26 Macarius there. I'm not talking about a wealthy church. I said the church is like a first lap church, like this. It was about 75 to 80% students. And the rest of the 25% were workers. There was a stampede. Because their pastor is a follower of Bishop Dyke. So they have listened to his camps. They value it. That's we did. I came to tell you it's time to change you. We are not doing well. We are not doing well. Really and truly, we are not doing well. People are reading the books and becoming facts. Hey, hey, Martin. One of our missionaries, he took the book, Mega Church, and gave it to a friend of his in the town where he was. And the man used the Mega Church alone to build his church. And so he had 8,000 people there. So one day when he went to visit his friend who has now got 8,000 members, the friend asked him that, ah, there's something I don't understand. You brought me the book. I've used it. I've built my church. Why is your church only 40 people? If the room has become silent on me again. Should I pack my things and start going? Whether I stay or I go, what I'm saying, you know that it's true. You know that it's true. You know that you have played the fool with the books. When they brought them carriers, you are waiting for them to dash it to you. You shouldn't. You see, when it's dashed to you, you don't, you don't, what do you do with it? You just put it there. But when you have taken your money, we work with the books. If it is people who have free books, it should be us. But we buy our books. We buy it. We buy it. Yeah. That's why we are anointed and you are still looking for an anointing. Mercy! Hey! The church is quiet again on me. Don't worry. I came with my own shouting and my own amen inside. I don't need yours to keep preaching. Yeah. I brought my own supply. Yeah. But what I'm saying is really real. Children of men, look, Bishop, that's so that you're not serious. We are not serious, but we have come to you because the senders must be the children of the writer. Jeremiah didn't go and stand on the street and call a passerby. Come, write, and go and read it. It was Baruch who was with him there. Yeah. Let me even come a little closer. First love, we say that he's our pastor. Direct. Who should go? But we have to chase you to do podcasts. When you do the podcast, we have to chase you to listen. We have to convert it into something so that it's even smaller. We put it on your phone. Still, you don't listen. The books you have is only the ones you are given free. You don't dare me. If you dare me, I'll give you a book right now. You give me a summary. I'll just take a book out right now. If I call one of you right now, just list for me seven of the new books in Macario 60. We shall see something here. 
You just chew granules here. You just chew granules because you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Repentance must come upon us. Yeah. Because as we move around, we are seeing churches becoming strong and healthy and moving as they read the books. And then we are seeing our own siblings in weakness and foolishness. And what they are asking you about is in a book. How many of you are Bacenta leaders? Let me see your hand. Bacenta leaders. Now they are afraid to put their hands up. Watch, yeah? You are walking around with your chest out. That you are Bacenta. I said, how many of you are Bacenta leaders? Let me see your hand. Good. How many of you have got a Bacenta that is at least 55? Let me see. In number. What I just said in counter, then you are, but you have been striking your chest that you are a Bacenta leader. When you come into the room, you expect that a chair should have been reserved for you. Yeah. Hey. Hey, so did you just come to insult us? You haven't heard insults yet. I'm now getting look. I'm now warming up. I'm now warming up. I'm now warming up. Yeah. We are the ones when we go to when that is preaching. When they say it's amazing, they say it's amazing. When we say it's wonderful, they say it's wonderful. Today I have come to challenge your hot air. You are a bag of empty hot air. If it is amazing, you better have something amazing in your belly to produce for us now. Hot air. Hot air. Shining. Not in the inside. Uh, you want, I, uh, somebody is daring me. Did I leave my macaroni? Is any of these ones opened? I was just going to remove one book and call one random Bacenta leader and say, just, just talk to us from one chapter in this book. Yeah. The books are here for you to prosper. Some of you, every day, you are looking for deliverance. Every day, something is happening. Every day, I can't go to my village. I'm afraid of my auntie. This and that and that and that. But your father has written a book. It is called Know Your Invisible Enemy. You have not read. He has written another one. Demons are how to deal with them. You have not read. He's giving you another one. Wise as serpents to show you how to maneuver out. You haven't read it. That's why you'll be walking around giving your money to random prophets who are passing up and down selling yellow oil and blue oil and red oil for 500 cities and you'll be paying it and when you finish paying you are still afraid and you are still under bondage and you are still troubled. Ha. Hey, Charlie. Hmm. Allow me la. Hmm. This woman, I don't like her at all. I didn't come for you to like me. I have not been, I, have, I don't have any mandate from God to go around getting people to like me. If it was an issue of liking, I would have stayed just where I am. Yeah. Because my church, oh, I like them and they like me too. Mm. Mm. Even here, I have those who like me and who I like. I have them. Mm. Mm. So it's not 
for liking. I came to tell you, wake up. I came to speak to somebody here. Somebody whose head is not working. Somebody who is here, you are feeling sorry for yourself. Some of you, you have taken possession of poverty and you have held it like your personal property. And everything that is said, you are there saying, I don't have money, I don't have money. When I arrived here today, I was told by your chief that on campus, if he doesn't give you a bus to come, you will not come. I said, do they pay for the bus? They said, no. I said in who has who has given him money to be paying for your bath? So there, there, let me talk. Sit down so I can see the people who are sit down. Mm. You have taken for me. You, you, ah, God. Somebody should pay your transportation to church. Because of what? You and poverty had a discussion and you have made it your, your, your companion. I've come to face you well. Somebody must pay for you to come to the place where you receive blessings. No wonder you are poor. No wonder. And the poverty will not move from there. Pastor, have you come to curse us? I don't need to curse you. You have done it yourself. You have done it yourself. I cannot believe it. It is one thing to say, oh, when I got my life, I have been trying. I have been trying. This week I'm short. That's a different thing from sitting there, living your life, and expecting that somebody, a student like yourself, should be paying your bill to hear. Shame on you. Shame on you. Oh, eh, oh, but they have been collecting offerings. You know what you have been putting in those offerings? You know, I said, you know what you have been putting in those of you now. You know, your one thing, what are we supposed to do with it? Your five, what are we supposed to do with it? Ha, 50 persons. Oh, here, no, here, go. Shame on you. It's paining me that you don't speak God. And today I have faced you in my mother tongue and known that I'm okay. You have done as if when you were coming, poverty, you, you, you put it in a bag and it was given to you. You have collected it. You, child of God, you have collected it. You have collected it. Is there not a book called Name It, Claim It, and Take It? You don't own it. 